This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. When I dialed 911, I heard an automatic system. You have reached the city of Detroit 911 Emergency Center. All operators are handling emergency calls. And then it got longer and longer. The time got longer, the way it got longer. What she heard is what the city calls its voice prompt an automated message that plays when there are more calls to 911 than call takers to answer them. After a few minutes of waiting, Jasmine says a call taker finally did answer and dispatched EMS to her home. She called it the longest wait of her life. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. Got a late start on today's hump day, Wednesday. The introduction that you heard was an individual trying to call 911 because of an emergency. And they actually got a voicemail. Think about that, a 911 emergency, instead of getting a person to help you out in the emergency, you get a voicemail. This is where we're going. Of course, this is in New York City. So today, we're going to talk about how the police is being abolished in America, especially the big cities. Dermot Shia was appointed the 44th police commissioner of the city of New York by Mayor Bill de Blasio in December of 2019. So this is just another commissioner that was appointed by the mayor. However, there's a little bit of twist to this. This commissioner actually gets it. He understands what is going on, and he has been screaming since 2019, and the city is not listening to him. The mayor and the worthless Governor Cuomo could care less about the safety of the citizens in New York City. I'm going to explain to you why that is the case. Law Enforcement Today is a website I visit a lot because I can learn about what is going on from the law enforcement side. They have nothing to hide. It's not like the media. They tell you the truth of what is really going on in the police community. Highly encourage you to visit lawenforcementtoday.com. And this is an article posted by Lizzie McCurica, February 16th of 2021, just about a month ago. What she is saying will blow your mind. 
It's unbelievable how much power these corrupt politicians have in their city and how they're destroying life for so many people. So the article states that there's a mass exodus. In 2021, this year, New York Police Department retirements exceed to blow past the 2020 increase. So we already had a bunch of them leave in 2020 because of what was going on. However, it's just March. Think about it, it's March of this year. And they've already exceeded 72% increase in officers calling it quits in New York City. Let that sink in. There's already more officers in New York City that has decided ain't going to do it. Not going to put my life on the line for this city anymore in the year 2021. New York City still reeling from a mass exodus of officers in 2020. The New York Police Department is on track to face even greater losses of officers in 2021, according to the New York City Police Department commissioner. Not the media. The commissioner is telling the world we're in deep kimchi. Not the media. According to Newsday, at his annual State of the New York Police Department address on January 27, 2021, Commissioner Shia stated that the attrition that hit the department was very aggressive. A flood of retirements that continues to force him and his staff to make tough decisions on using the resources. As reported by the Police Tribune, Shia noted that the number of retirements this year, 2021, is already surpassing last year's rate. You hear what I'm saying? They're bailing out in these big cities. Now, you might say, okay, let it happen. It's New York. I don't live there. It's Detroit. I don't live there. It's L.A. I don't live there. But see, what you don't understand, just because you don't live there, if you allow the politics to come into your state in your big cities, you're going to end up just like New York. Unless we do something. Unless we stand up and tell them, enough's enough and make them understand we will not tolerate the lack of police where I live. The figures in 2020 showed an increase of 72% of over the 2019 retirements, which means they've already exceeded that. They've already lost these veteran police officers. For those of you liberal boneheads that are out there, I'm going to tell you this. It takes a lot of experience to produce a veteran police officer. 
You don't come out of the police academy ready to go. That's just the foundations to become a good police officer in the city. You have to learn the ropes. You have to be part of the city, be part of the people in the city. And these veteran police officers that spent years on the force, 10, 15, 20 years, are going. They're gone. Who's going to replace them? Are you going to go and just make more officers in the police academy and say, okay, now you're going to act like you got 20 years in the force. Impossible to do. So the article from the Police Tribune was written by Holly Matkin on February the 14th, a few days before the commissioner came out and talked about what was going on in the other article. And this is what it says. A tidal wave of longtime officers retired from the New York Police Department. 72% increase from the year previous. According to the department statistics, the New York Police Department witnessed a mass exodus of approximately 2,600 veteran officers by the end of last year. 2,600 last year alone. Veteran officers in New York City. The commissioner said that the number of retirements this year is already surpassing last year. Additionally, losses could surge to about 77% higher than the numbers in 2019. I mean, it couldn't get any higher, the commissioner said. According to Newsday, what we saw in June, July, August, September of 2020 was off the charts. What was going on during that time frame? The mass riots and the people going ballistic against the police. And they said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to risk my life for this Black Lives Matter, BLM, Antifa. Not going to do it. You won't let me take care of business as a police officer. I'm not going to let you kill me. That's what they're saying. I'm going to retire. I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to go be a construction worker. I'm going to go dig ditches. They're going to go do something else so they can keep their life and keep from dying. So in other words, what they want to do is they want to abolish the police and replace them with healthcare workers, psychiatrists. So you're going to get a call. You're going to go to a house that has gang members, drugs, people with guns, and you're going to go in there and bring some chairs and say, hey, let's sit around and have a kumbaya moment and talk about this. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how they think this is going to work. And we know it's not going to work that way. There's evil in this world, and there's people that want to do harm to other people. 
and they're going to do it. And if you walk in that room with these criminals and these drugs and you're not armed to take care of business and arrest them, they're going to take you out. It's that simple. But it's a pretty good story I'm fixing to tell you. This is kind of like the good news part of it, right? A little boy had a seizure in Kansas City. It happens. You know, kids have seizures. The family called 911. And they gave up after hearing an automatic hold message. And this is from... March 7th of 2021, just a few days ago. Again, law enforcement today. A family in Kansas City was recently shocked when they called 911 while a four-year-old child fell unconscious and began to seize. Due to the family being greeted by an automatic please hold message when calling the emergency number of 911. This, in turn, caused the family to abandon their 911 outreach efforts, opting to simply rush the child to the hospital themselves, which a lot of people do. But you also depend upon the police to help you in these situations. That's why they're there. While the boy is okay, the 911 debacle that transpired does present concerns. Presents concerns. That's how they put this. It's not presents concerns. It is an absolute travesty to the safety and protection of Americans in this country. When the police officers can't even get a call from 911 because you're on hold. Because the way it works is you call, 911 picks it up, I got an emergency, I just got shot, somebody got shot, send the police officers, send the EMS, help me. But this is not what you get. Instead, what you get is, we are really busy right now, and we will get to your call as soon as we can. So your life means crap to these people. And the government state government in New York is overwhelmed because they have a budget crisis and they're not providing the services that are necessary in their state for the people because of the brain-dead, Democrat, liberal, leftist individuals running the state. Corruption causes this. When millions and billions of dollars in a state is not spent well to protect individuals. Last but not least, we got the Bonehead Award. We all love that. Going to continue down the same subject matter based on abolishing the police. And if you don't understand how these, quote, leftist people think, then you're in a lost world. It's very important to understand what we are facing. Doesn't matter what state you live in. 
These people live there. They think this way. And if they have their way, if this very small minority of deranged, psychotic people have their way, they will change policy in your state and you will end up calling 911 and getting a voicemail. Listen to this absolute bonehead. While some police departments change their approach, certain groups are crafting plans for a policeless society. Alexa Liako spoke to one about its vision for the future. We didn't think this moment would be here this soon. A moment of anguish, anger, and opportunity. Aiming to change the narrative around policing from one that's more reform-minded to one that's abolition-minded. Peter Van Kinnett has spent the last several years working on a 150-year performance review of the Minneapolis Police Department with nonprofit MPD 150. There's never been a point in the police department where that there hasn't been a large amounts of race and class-based violence. Their findings document the department's influence on the community and its lack of oversight. Since 1963, five separate committees were formed to monitor ethics within the department, only to be dissolved. These committees are designed in such a way that they don't actually have real power or real teeth. They can only make recommendations. Seeing the past and living through today's unrest, MPD 150 began planning for a police-free future. Not that everybody here is in favor of it, but now everybody here has to talk about like it. Like I've said many times before, I can chop this video up in a million different pieces and just tell you how stupid this guy is. Talking about, you know, his investigation of the police department. Of course, there's corruption, there's problems. However, the fact of eliminating the police department is insanity. You can fix it if it has problems, but you cannot eliminate it ever whatsoever. And all of a sudden, he's saying, well, at least we can start talking about it. Hell no. Screw you. We ain't talking about this subject ever. You got police to protect you as a citizen from the evil criminal people out there. You take away the police. There is no defense other than home defense. And of course, then we fall into the Second Amendment, which they're against also, of you being able to protect yourself. So now you take the police away. You take your ability to protect yourself, your family, and your property away. What do you have left? The corrupt government to protect you. Lots of people are going to die. Guarantee you. Lots of people will die if this happens in this country. And just take a look at the crime rate in New York and how much it has skyrocketed. Detroit, L.A., Chicago, 47 people died just this past weekend in Chicago. The highest numbers of deaths in a city forever through criminals killing people. That simple. Stand up, 
show up and speak up. Let people know the police are the good guys. They're not the bad guys. Give them the authority and the justice system backing them that they need to do their job. And the cities will go back to being safe again. You're not going to put some bleeding heart liberal activists in charge and expect the city to go back to being livable. This is what's going to happen throughout all our states if we don't ensure that our legislation and our governors and our mayors understand that. Support the police or get off the pot. In other words, you lose your job. You get voted out in the conversation. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Thank you very much for all the loyal listeners. Get this out there. Pass it on all the social media things that you have. And let's get this word that people don't have to really do research because I can do it for them. We can do it for them so they can listen to a whopping 20-minute podcast and get a lot more information that they'll ever get from the media and or on their own. This is The Gunny out.